It's me, Kendra. Thank you. You tuned into another episode of How's Your Mother? And guess what? This one's going to be sensational. We did it uh, last week, recorded it, and then I promptly went out to Boston and did not do my intro part that I always do separately from the interview part. So uh, apologies. Some of the stuff we talk about is from the past. (laughs) I was trying to promote these shows I was doing up in Boston this past weekend, but they're over and done with. So, um, you know, nobody showed up. No, just kidding. Um, Alice Chan, follow her on Instagram right now, please. At momcomnyc. She does hysterical videos all the time. Um, and just, I've known her for a few years. She was always funny, but during the pandemic, she really blew up with doing these videos and um, she's just hysterical and, 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 you know, as they say, a good hang. So I think you'll really enjoy this interview with her. Um, as far as me, what can I tell you on Wednesday of this week, which I believe is June 28th. Yeah. June 20, no, June 29th. Uh, anyways, I'll be at Westside Comedy Club and then, um, you won't be able to see me until July 7th. That's in Port Jefferson, Long Island. And then July 8th, I will be co-headlining at Soul Jewels in Royalsford, PA. So, um, if you go to my Instagram, you can, or my website for that matter, you can link, click on shows. I, I, I don't have to explain all this basic ways of how you would find out how to get a ticket. I know I'm sure you're smart enough to figure it out on your own, but I'll say it anyway. Um, And Alice, I know, has a show coming up at The Stand here in New York City. I believe it's July 15th. We talk about it quite a bit on the next episode. So take a listen, come to a show, follow people on Instagram, people meaning Alice and me. Um, And, you know, thanks for listening. You guys are awesome. Oh, don't you love that little announcement? <laughs> Recording in progress. Um, Alice, so great to see you. So great to see you, Kendra. <laughs> I love how we should have recorded our real first moments of seeing each other on the screen because I feel like that oh, yeah. was more uh, organic. I, I know. I can redo it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm, <laughs> I really miss you. Oh, no, I miss you. I love your shirt. This? Oh my gosh. Thank you. Chaser brand. 35 bucks. And is Chaser brand spelled C-H-A-S-E-R? Okay. R-A-N-D. Chaser Chaser brand. And where are they out of? I have no idea. Oh. On on the internet. Well, it looks you look fabulous in it. I have to say, I don't think I've ever told you this before, but I really like your style. You have, um, you have, uh, like it's almost like I'm trying to think of what how would you describe your style? Um, it might not be PC, but someone has told me before lesbo chic. <laughs> I know I just okay. Well, I'm glad that I'm glad I asked because I would have never guessed that would not be uh, what popped you, in my head, but it could be accurate. Right. I mean, I don't I, I mean I think one time I this is my best friend. This was like 10 years ago, I walked in with camo shorts, not just not short shorts, like like they went almost to my knee. And right. I a wife beater. 
And she was like, that was my first time meeting her mom. And then I was like, yawn, and then you know, hugging her. And then her mom was like, is she a lesbian? And my friend was like, no, just because she's hugging me. And she's like, oh, is it because of the camel pants or knickers that she's wearing and the white beater? And so the next time I met her and her mom, I wore a flowery sundress. Not on purpose. I just had more time. And then I just decided. And then my friend was like, did you do this on purpose? So my mom wouldn't think that you're a lesbian hitting on me. Like, yeah. But anyway, she's like, okay, your style is lesbo chic. And I, was oh, like, I, kind of I love that. it. Can I tell you, it's funny because I used to bartend at this place where there were, uh, there were a lot of gay people who worked there. And I felt like I, they, one of the things that they would do is um, take the sleeves off of t-shirts, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I was, I, I like to think of myself as a pretty independent woman that doesn't follow many trends, but it took me about three months working there to be like, that looks cool. <laughs> and I'm like, I love of being influenced by lesbians you know <laughs> to for my fashion style this late in the game um yeah. but anyways i just always love you always have something in like you know memorable to wear that you wear different outfits i think well also too don't you think that a lot of i shouldn't say a lot but i don't think it's um standard uh for female comics to always have a sense of style. Is that terrible to say? Very. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Well, I mean, I feel like a lot of times it's, they're dressing down on, you know, and I'm, I'm guilty as charged. You know, I, I, um, I definitely don't wear a lot of times what I'd love to wear uh, when I'm performing. Oh, really? Yeah. You, do wear what you love to wear. I do, but like if I'm going to like a bar show in Brooklyn, yeah. oh. I I'm like I, concert tee and jeans, like you know. I, I and think depending on the venue, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would wear your feather boa to. Yeah, like, I mean, if I showed up in like my '60s print something, people, no one's even going to be listening to my jokes because they're going to be like, "What yeah. the fuck is this girl wearing?" Yeah, exactly. Because and that's why females tend to dress down, right? They mm. don't want to be, have distraction or detract from their jokes. Right, right, right. But a woman, so people are already like having thoughts. Then yep. if you dress a certain way, people are going to be talking about your top or your body. You don't want that. No struggle, man, being a woman on stage. It is, and people think that just because there's a lot more women comics out there that's gotten easier. I don't think it's gotten any, any easier really for women. There's more of them. And yeah. I feel like some, some male producers are giving opportunities to female comics. Uh, I have to say though, I was, I was thinking about this um, on my way to Boston. I was like, you know what? Most of the people who have helped me along the way have been women. Yep. I'm saying this is what I noticed. Yeah. I'm like what? I don't know. I it's yeah. kind of I'm I'm with you on that one. I mean, I will say that I in terms of asking for help, I definitely would feel more comfortable asking another woman, another female comic. Um mm-hmm. there's a couple of male comics that feel like legitimate uh friends, you know. Yes. Um but also 
you know, kind of feels to me, it feels a little bit more empowering for women to raise each other up, you know? Yeah, it does. I think that's a huge shift. That's what I'm seeing, which is like, um, that women are willing to help you. Like we're, we're, we're all vying for the same thing, but I think we all have so unique we're, we're such unique creatures, right? We have our own story to tell. So it's not really competition, right? Just yeah. If this Asian person is yep. going to do well, I'm like, good for her. That means that there's a chance for me. There's a piece of pie. Right. And then it's, and also you're like, well, this is a great opportunity for me to prove that I'm the better Asian comic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm well, gonna, if you like that, you're going to love this. Hey, that's how fashionable I am. <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, let's just, I want to, um, you know, I will say this in other spots of uh, um, promotion, promoting this, but um, please uh, right now, take out your phones and go to your Instagram and follow Alice at momcom, N-Y-C, M-O-M-C-O-M, N-Y-C. Um, she makes fabulous videos. How long have you been doing that for? Did that start during the pandemic or did I make that well, up? Actually, yeah. Pandemic. Okay. Because and I was locked was, in my house. I mean, what else can you, you do? Gotta, you got to say, I mean, that really do you, odds are, who knows if you would have started doing that if we hadn't had the pandemic. Yeah. I love the yeah. pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you started doing that. First of all, we'll start with you grew up in Canada. I did. Yeah. Where, what, what area again? Uh, West coast, Vancouver. So opposite mm-hmm. from Toronto, a lot of people are like, Oh, I love Vancouver. I mean, I love Toronto. I'm like, no, Vancouver, completely different vibe. It's very West coast laid back. Uh, Vancouver is like LA, right? They want to be like LA, but not as hardcore and superficial but they try, they're tryhards. They, they want to be cool like LA. And then Toronto's right. like, I want to be like New York, right? Um, but Vancouver is full of nature. There's a nice urban life, a clicky and good food, but it was too small for me. So I'm like, I need to go elsewhere. So that's how I ended up in New York. And did you come to New York for college or? I no, I came to find myself. I had a boyfriend in Vancouver and I was like, look, I just need a year. I just need to find myself and then we'll get married when I come back. And then after a year, I was like, I'm not ready to come back. We have to break up. And he's like, I saw that coming. Oh, yeah. How long ago I, was that? Oh, this was eons ago, Kendra, like over 16 years, 18 years ago. Oh, okay. And then, and then you met your husband in New York. Oh, and I met like a total a-hole dick of a guy. Oh. Yeah. And that was like awful, like worst dating experience ever. Oh no. This was right after you broke up with the guy from home. Yeah. Awful. Awful. Like, um, like stories that you would never even, I had, I had content in my standup though, because of him. Right. And I remember inviting my friends to the show and half the stories they'd never heard. And after the show, they're like, I can't believe you made up all that on your own. And I'm like, no, that's true. And they, they couldn't grasp that those jokes were actually real scenarios that I went through. And they were right. like, oh my God, Alice. I was like, I know. I had to tell you guys on stage 
That's why I don't, I don't comedy. think I don't think I've heard that part of your your stuff. Uh, yeah. Oh, one day me and you, Kendra, I will tell you the whole thing. It's it all right. But um, and then um, that was going on for a while, and then uh, I was taking improv and stand up, and uh, then yeah, we broke up, and then I I met my current husband, and then definitely didn't leave New York because I had I had kids. How did you How did you meet him? Uh, I stalked him on Facebook, but he didn't know that, and he'll <laughs> never find out. Um, we met at a mutual dinner party my friend was friends with him and me and then he gathered everybody you know such like typical new york style people just meet and then um i was like oh he's a nice guy nice fella and then stalked him and then three months later i was like pinging him on facebook and then we just started dating nice so you got you got what you wanted yeah I was a little crazy I told my sisters I was like hey all I need is one date with him and he'll fall madly in love with me and then he's gonna marry me and they were all like oh my god I think she's a little cuckoo and then um six months later I was like huh see see (laughs) and I'm gonna have this baby uh did you have did you get married and then have kids or did you get pregnant and then get married uh we we got married and then we had kids yeah okay um so now when you were a kid growing up in vancouver like in grade school junior high high school did you do plays and stuff um i tried but i was really shy and introverted and uh i I would, I would try something and then I would quit because yeah. I didn't have friends in drama. And then the people who were in drama were like the popular cheerleaders and yeah. who had tons of friends. And so I just like, it just made me recoil. Like, I'm oh. like, okay, do that. I'll just stay so you quiet. You wanted it. I did. I've always wanted it. And I was, I, but I, every time I try to like be a little loud, I felt insecure. Because I'm like, oh, I don't have enough friends. Uh, um, okay, this friend don't know. Okay, I tried joining basketball. I'm like, oh, I'm not popular like the girls. Okay, I, I won't do basketball. Now, what about your sisters? Were they were they into? They were not interested in sports or or acting at all. Just no. interested in academic. No, not even that. <laughs> we're just fine with whoever they were. They didn't really aim high. And they're both married too, right? No, the young one is uh, with her boyfriend, living the most incredible life without kids. And (laughs) the other one is struggling with a toddler married. In Vancouver. Vancouver, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, So then then you went to college for filmmaking? Um, I went to college for economics because my parents wanted me to be mm-hmm. in business. And then I wanted to go to art school. So I did a one year intensive school in filmmaking, web design and uh, uh, Internet, like Internet design, uh, web design, programming and film. Oh, cool. Was that in yeah. Vancouver, too? That was in Vancouver. And then after that, I was like, I'm going to New York after this. Yeah. Wow. That's really cool. So you, um, 
you, even though you did all the economic stuff afterwards, you were like, yeah, but I still got to check out this creative part of myself. I did. Cause I, I actually, um, start working for a bank and my, my dad was like, that's good. That's like the, that's the path, right? You're going to be an economics major, work at a bank. And then I was really unhappy. So I quit the bank. And then I worked for a design company for like graphic design. Then after that, I was like, I'm going to New York and I worked for an advertising agency. And then um, the hours were so hard on me that I went back to banking. In New York? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy because I was like, I'm never going back to the corporate world. And I knew it after I left the bank. And then, um, and I went back to the same bank. Ah, What? Oh, I won't ask, but what did yeah. you do? What did you do at the bank? What, like, what was your, um, I did marketing. So it was the most creative role that you could do there. Yeah. But I'm also selling mutual funds. Yeah. 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 Not, as, not, not as yeah. exciting as making your no. own. It was horrible. Yeah. Your own content. Now, how does your, what is your, like your sons and your husband, how do do they want to be in your videos? What is their reaction to you making videos? Um, my husband is not, he does not want to be in any of my videos unless I ask him to. I think he's a secret ham though, because when I ask him to, he's really into it. I'm like, I didn't want to. And he will come up with ideas. He's like, make me say this. I think you should do this. No, I should wear this sweat. I'm like, mm, look, this is supposed to be a cameo, not a whole 20 seconds of you. Okay. <laughs> And my kids now are like, pay me. They want to get paid to be on it. I was like, no, then no, I How cannot. I can just beat you. Right. How old are they again? Six and nine. And they're already like talking money. I'm like, no, no, I don't need you. I don't need you on my Instagram. Okay. Are they allowed to have their own Instagrams at that age? I don't know. I don't have. No, I'm not. I'm going to try to hold off until they're 19. Ooh, that's a good goal. Yeah, I'll try. Um, and what about, uh, by the way, I love when you, when you play your husband in the videos. Thanks. I love that. It's so funny. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you should do this to make me look like more of a chump. And I'm like, and some people are like, oh my gosh, I thought your husband was like some short Asian dude from Queens. And, And then they meet him. They're like, he's not, I'm like, look, he inspires me on some situations right but this is a character on its own this is right. this other guy like this right. is not anymore like don't give him that much credit like right. or like some of the stories are from other people they're not all from my husband right and then someone came up to me we went to a party last weekend and someone a dad was like hey i checked out your instagram um i i'm surprised you're so nice to me i thought you hated dads i'm like does my Instagram give off that vibe? Because oh. I ads. I just I like think they do dumb things sometimes, and I just embellish. Yeah, comedy. Oh my god, it's so funny the things that people come to a conclusion about on their own. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, um, and the other thing that really like freaks me out is the amount of people who actually don't seem to have a sense of humor. And like, don't get like, they're like, oh, but you said this. And you're like, yeah, that's a joke. Like, that's a joke. Do you not understand the concept of humor and jokes? That's that's scary to me, too. 
Yeah. And when I see it, like if sometimes I'll do like stupid rants, like something will ignite me and I'll be like, okay, so the blah, blah, blah. I put it on. And then there's, there was a recent video I did and it went viral and it's like stupid, dumb rant about moms who have boys versus moms who have girls. Essentially I'm making fun of myself. Right. I'm just saying I'm not invited out because I have boys and girls tend to do more social things. And right. became this whole argument about like, ooh, she's uh, misogynistic and she hates men and she hates boys. She wishes she has a daughter. I'm like, have you come to a comedy show? Like, uh, do you know what sarcasm is? You're scary at projecting much. Like, keep scrolling. Well, I'm going to have to look at that one. I don't think I saw it. It's on, look at it. Is it on your Instagram? Yeah. Um, grab some popcorn and just read the. Okay. I love that. (laughs) What about, do you do YouTube too? You know, people say that, um, you should, and I, here's a tip for people who are trying to get into social media, do YouTube because you don't want to, um, put all your eggs in one basket. If Instagram shuts down or you lose your account, you're done. So I'm trying to do more YouTube now. What I'm doing is repurposing my videos and, and YouTube also loves long form. So yep. it's, you know, know, you're doing long form movies and it's, and YouTube loves that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I'm trying I'm to, try, I, that's my thing is that I, I mean, I, you know, I feel like I won't quit Instagram, but I really want to figure out how to, one of the things that I, I like to do is like, stuff like this where you, you know, that are, that is longer. Um, and also like trying to think of how to say it almost like, uh, not a series, but you know, little episodes that feed off the last one. Um, and I feel like I've never figured out how to make that happen on Instagram. You know what I mean? It seems like it's not a, I, unless there's a way to do it that I don't know about, but we don't like have to talk about my dreams. I, I feel like um, Instagram is like the shelf life is like maybe half a day. So you yeah. put something out after half a day, you're kind of like expired. But with yeah. YouTube, people are like going to keep watching and it's better for a series of stuff. And then um, I think Instagram is a good compliment to YouTube. So like a lot of your fascinating stuff. I remember you did like some thriller stuff. Yeah. You did, like, thriller stuff. I love like thrillers and you did it in like such a, sh- like it was, it was very serious, but it was only like two, three minutes. Mm-hmm. And like, you could really cut those up and put right. them on because you already uh, did it. Oh yeah, that's true. That's a good idea. And then, and then I'll lead people to your YouTube page. So you're getting yeah. like subscribers cross paths right instagrammers youtube vice versa yeah it's funny because i feel like you could probably kill it on youtube because there's i've watched some people on there that don't have as much humor and also just kind of like i mean you're also interesting to watch you know what i mean like some people i feel like they think oh i just turn the camera on i do i'm gonna be weird or whatever and they think that's enough but you know i think you i think it definitely when people watch stuff like that they can definitely you can definitely see when someone has just that you know whatever it is that special little spark that they're really enjoying themselves that they really like doing what they're doing 
that this isn't just something it's not like it's not like you're just like oh i gotta i gotta make content today you know what i mean it seems like you're really from my perception of when i watch your stuff it seems like you're really like oh i this is funny to me and i want to share it with other people because i think they'll think it's funny too you know Um, so let me ask you something i know on different conversations that we've had not on this podcast that you once told me that your one of your dreams is to be like a filmmaker in longer form. Am I making that, that true? Yes. Were you, do you agree that you said that at one point? Um, yeah, I, feel like suddenly- I, I, um, I feel like I have a lot of good ideas, but I don't have a team, you know, mm-hmm. like, like I could do so much, but I'm a one person, you know, I, I have a tripod. That's like, that's right. like on my team. So I have to like place a tripod. Then I have to act, then I have to change. I'm like, it's exhausting. Yeah. I'm like, I could spend all that extra time writing a script or directing if I had talented actress to work with. Yeah. Sometimes I collaborate with people. I'm like, that was very shitty acting. And like, I can't work with that. I gotta be right. That character, right? right. Like, right. Um, so that's cool so that's good to know so you are interested in directing and so you're interested in pretty much all aspects of it but let's just say hypothetically let's just say tomorrow you get a phone call and that you they say you know um you've been picked for this uh you know uh 1.5 million dollar grant and we need you to make some sort of visual art with it and bring you know you'll we'll screen it a year from today would you do would you do a feature film use all the money for one feature film would you make it use the money to make all sorts of little projects um and would what would you be would you direct and put yourself in it or how would you handle that situation? Um, great question. I would use probably 1.2 million of it and I would do a dark comedy and I would definitely be in it. And you would be too. (laughs) And someone will die in this movie. All right, good. I love it. I love that you already have an answer for that. Yeah. And so would you, do you think you would continue to do your uh, stuff on Instagram during that year? Definitely. Uh, oh. I, yeah. And I mean, I, then you could probably have a team to help you with that too. Yeah. I think the other 300,000 can pay for the team for the Instagram part. And, and what, like, if you had a team, what would you have? What, how would you, how would we see your feed change if you had a team? Uh, higher quality, better lighting, okay. better audio. Yeah. Uh, uh, better angles, uh, probably, probably fix my face up a little bit more. Mm. Um, maybe add some characters that I don't have to play. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. Yep. Uh, um, uh, higher quality, definitely, definitely. And then it would be also repurposed on different platforms. Right. You, you know, it takes time to market and yeah. also like to, to render the films to be optimal for a certain platform. So all yeah. the technical stuff needs to be yeah. taken care of. Yeah. I bet you could probably get a, 
a good size grant though with what you've already done like like i feel like you have proof of concept that you know that you're an actual that one of the big things i think a lot of the grants want to know is like if we give you this money are you really going to make a product that you know not a product i shouldn't say are you really going to make a piece are you going to follow through is it going to be like consumable to people that don't know you you know and I feel like you've already proved that through everything you've done. And so I can't, I would imagine that you would be able to get maybe not a $1.5 million grant, but you know, a grant that would make a difference. I mean, like, I think uh, 250,000. Yeah. I mean, I could make a three to five minute short. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can make a three to five minute short. If you really want, if you really wanted to, Yeah. you could make a three to five minute short probably for a good looking, I mean, I know because I've done it for less than $2,000. Oh, if you, if you work with, you know, if you, you know, ask people to work for one day, get the yeah. shoot all done in one day, yeah. find people who will do it for, I mean, most of the money normally goes to editing anyway. Yeah, you know, true. Yeah. but anyway, I, you know, I'm not here to tell you what to do with your life. I'm just here to, I'm just here to, to, to share the um you know that you can if you really want to do it you can do it yeah no now i'm kind of getting inspired and motivated i think you could totally do that i mean if it's something that you really want to do i feel like yeah you could totally do that and um have you have you ever submitted your stuff to any festivals or anything like not not stand up but your videos that never your comedic videos that you make on Instagram? No. Um, oh, anyways. yeah. For like some local Asian festival, like I, I submitted something. Right. So that- no, I was just curious if, because I, I was wondering if there's festivals that are geared towards that short form type of. I'm sure there will, there, there are, but I don't know them. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> I love that you're walking away with like homework from me. Listen, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just brainstorming because I want to see you get everything you want out of life. Um, Listen, I want to ask you a question. I was trying to remember this before we got on the Zoom. Did we meet at threes in Greenpoint? Oh my gosh. I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. Is that that how we met? Yeah. And I tell everyone the story. You probably will. I tell everyone the story, like when people say, how did you start a comedy? And I, I give them the, the whole long story where, well, I was doing open mics and I was doing, you know, like uh, shitty shows, like free shows. And then I stopped and then I became pregnant and then it was baby and me for three and a half years. And then my second baby came along and I went nuts and I was like, hey, I live in Greenpoint, coolest neighborhood ever across the street, like literally 12 steps from my apartment is threes. And I kept walking by this mic drop, all women line up with token mail. I kept seeing that. I was like, you gotta check that out. I'm like, you know what? No excuses. It's right across the street. So I go by myself and I'm like, oh my God, all these feelings resurface. And I was just like, this is amazing. Look at all these women. And then I'm like, I'm going to talk to Kendra, that, that the producer, the host. And I'm like, okay, she's going to probably snub me and laugh, laugh at me. And I remember coming up to you and like, hi, it was so amazing. You're so funny. I used to do comedy too. And you're like, oh, cool. um, 
so do you still perform? And I'm like, no, I've taken a break, you know, cause I had babies and stuff. And you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll put you on. Um, can you do like a couple months from now? And I'm like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> me. And you put me on. And I was like, what is she crazy? Mm-hmm. And I tell everyone, I'm like, you know, who gave me the start again? Kendra Cunningham. Oh, comedian. I'm like, she gave me the start. Then oh. I started shows. Um, I did, I, I, I did like two shows at threes. They bombed. And then I was like, I need another concept. And then that's when I started the bring your own baby uh, concept at word. Yep. And I was like, okay, I think I have like a certain demographic that I can target. And that was like parenting parents. And then that's where, and then I just continued from there, but it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for you. It's just, I honestly, I did not know that. That's not why I brought it up. Every time. I'm so, I'm so happy I'm to like, hear that. I love to Kendra hear that. With a K Cunningham, two N's, uh, gave me a fresh start after oh. four years of not being comedy. No one wanted me on their set. No one wanted to hire a mom, Asian, you know. Yeah, well, I'm so I'm so happy that you stumbled into threes and we had a conversation. I honestly was one because do you remember Stephen? Stephen yeah. was um, yeah. okay. Please. Stephen, um, for a second earlier, I was wondering to myself, I'm like, wait a minute, I wonder if Alice, like, how did this all come about? Did Alice know Stephen? Because I've met so many women through Stephen. Um, mm. So okay, good. I'm going to tell when I next time I talk to Stephen, I'm going to tell him I'm t- taking credit for Alice. Oh, so I met Steven through you because you're like, my friend Steven. And you said she's Canadian. I'm like, oh my gosh, I too. And then I I did a Christmas show. It was uh, Who Gives a Gift? And I had him on the line. He's like, oh, I haven't done stand-up for so long. I'm like, you want to be on my show? And he's like, really? So he was on my show. Oh, great. We had six or seven people that showed up. And, um, yeah, that, that was the last time I saw Steven. And then I saw him again at your show and I kept looking, I'm like, why do you look so familiar? Yep. Now, is he from, I forget, where is he from in Canada? Toronto. Where? Canada, Toronto, Canada. Oh, Toronto. Okay. Um, you know, he's right now he's in the Adirondacks, um, doing, um, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I always forget the name of the play. The one with the big plant. The the the, the plant that eats people. Oh, the Venus flytrap? Yeah. What is that? Uh, Sorry. It's um a- I'll tell you in a second. It is called. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, uh. Too many texts with Steven. Um, okay. I, I, mean, I guess. Oh, Rocky. Rocky. No, I guess I'm saying the wrong thing. It's the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wait. He's not playing? He, he's being, he's in a play and he's playing Frankenfurter in the Rocky Horror. Cool. Yeah. And up in the Ad- Adirondacks. So he's, um he's very excited. And I was hoping to go see him, but I got to tell you that Adirondacks is like, five a really long drive it's beautiful though yeah maybe i'll go i mean you've driven um, to boston just an yeah you know what that's a good point i think of boston as being like more four hours but it really always ends up being like five 
Um, I do have to say, I love your city. Oh, My thanks. Time in Boston, I really liked it. I'm going up there. Um, I have shows there Thursday and Friday this week. <gasps> Are you driving up there? I'm actually taking the train. I'm taking the Amtrak this time. I thought the Amtrak was so pleasant. Yeah, it's so easy, right? Are you doing your shows? Um, one of them is called Siren, and it's at um, Portico Brewery in Somerville. Kelly McFarland. I don't know if you have ever met her. She's really awesome. I've her, I've, awesome. Yeah, Probably. Um, it's her. She's producing it. Um, so I'm excited to see her. And then on Friday, I'm doing like these shows at um, the Hideout in Cambridge, um, like Art Center or something. I'm basically doing like four 10 minute sets, like just working on new stuff. And I mean, not completely new, like I've tried it before. So it's not like I'm going to, but, you know, trying to tighten stuff up and get new stuff in in my repertoire. Um, But yeah. And then of course I'll see my mother and my sister and some friends and all that jazz. But um, let me ask you, July 15th, you have the show coming up at the stand. Yeah. What's the name of it? What's the name of it? Um, I just called it Onika and Alice Night Out. Oh, okay. And people can get tickets now on the stand website. People can take uh, get tickets at the stand. Uh, it's a Saturday at 5 p.m. It's like, what are you going to do on Saturday at 5 p.m.? Like, obviously nothing. So just come to the comedy show. Um, I have my suburban moms coming. You know, it's a show for everybody. But the whole lineup are female moms oh nice and then do, are you doing you don't do that the mom uh, bringing the kids show at all anymore yeah the babies were uh, a hassle yeah yeah <laughs> Heckling all the time uh no i don't do that anymore because uh i didn't find a safe venue for them and yeah. Uh, it had to be clean and sanitized and i'm like i eh, can't do it at a comedy club or a restaurant yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. And what, and do you have any headlining gigs coming up outside of the city or? Um, I'm uh, doing the Rhino Comedy Club. Where is that? That's in like Westchester. Oh, oh, good. So it's like people can get there from, yeah. From anywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Even get there from LA. Is it called Rhino? It's called the Rhino Comedy Club. Oh, okay. Yeah, someone told me about that. And I was like, all right, I should do that because it's Westchester. Yeah. Uh, And then Vancouver. I'm going to Vancouver in August. So I have a couple of headlines. That's going to be awesome. Now, is that, those are shows that, is it a festival as well or just Uh, just, great shows? uh, Just the club. Uh, Yep, yep. The national club in Canada. So doing a couple of headlining gigs there. And then, um, I'm trying to produce a swanky night in New York city in the fall. Uh, what was that bar called? You and I talked about it one time. It's next to love Poisson Rouge. And you're like, Oh yeah, I love that zinc bar. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh Yeah. I want to do like a really swanky night out there with like comedy and music. Oh, nice. I like Uh, that idea. uh, I know. I'm like really thinking of whether I want to keep doing my broad squad show or if I want to just like quarterly do a more produced type of thing. You know what I mean? 
like more, like you're saying, like just yeah. a little more, like with a little more panache and like an actual tickets and stuff like that. You know, I feel like you can do both. I mean, I can, but like, it's also like, you know, takes a lot of energy. Yeah. The broad squat though, I think you can, um, kind of lessen the frequency if that takes up too much time, but I feel like it's kind of like a good workout room. Yeah. Yeah. Building up to that big grand panache. And there's always, I feel like everyone always shows up in a good mood since it's like, has that fun fun. Every time I've been there, it's such a fun time. And I'm always, I always, um, get new ideas, new material from that. It's always so fun. And it was so happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, that's, I wish all shows were like that. I know, but not everyone is you. Yeah. And not, it's hard to get, it's hard to go to a show where there's a ton of women on it too. You know? Yeah. I think you produce great shows. Your energy and people love you. And you do too. You always have great shows. I loved your show that you did. um, Wait. I always, yeah, it was the Red Room, right? Yeah. I love that. I love that venue. I wish it wasn't on the third floor. Oh, I know. That's it's the only so downside. Yeah. 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 Um, not enough seating. There's not enough yeah. seating. Yeah. That's true. Um, well, listen, I'm going to let you go. I'm, I want to say again, congratulations on making it to the finals of the Boston Comedy Festival. It's huge. Um, ride, that, ride, that, ride that wave. Congratulations on Vancouver, July 15th. Always loving your Instagram. Um, I'm not on there as much as I should be, but I'm going to start getting better because uh, I'm making it an intention. Yes, do it. An intention. Well, I will remind you. I will like DM you and ask you. I'm like, hey, I've only seen three posts this week, Kendra. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, please do. Wait, be, but I'm going to stop the recording, but don't leave, okay? Because I want to talk to you for one second. Thank you. Kendra. Um, See, this is the thing like I'm so okay. Stop recording. She heckles yard sales from her car. Her movie reviews are always long and bizarre. How's your mother? How's your mother?